0: Welcome to Totalus Rankium. This week, Augustus.
1: Hello and welcome to Totalus Rankium again. Number two. Yes, episode two. First real episode where we rank... An emperor. And it's Augustus this week, as you ah. should have just heard in the intro. Yes, and I want one interesting fact that
0: I learnt, because yeah. I don't know anything else. Um, he uh, Augustus, they named a month after him. Yeah. The month of May. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Why was that? Um, Because, obviously, his, his first name was uh, Maybe. <laughs> Maybe um, Augustus. Yes, that's his full name.
1: Right, so, as you may be able to tell... Maybe, you um, see? Jamie hasn't done any research. I have done a a fair amount of research. I even got some little post-it notes that were different colours. Oh, Yeah. That's really sweet. See, I'm organised. Far more organised than I ever was at university. (laughs) And you are in your job. And I am in my job. Yeah. Excellent. I'm taking this seriously. Right. Okay. So, first things before we start, in our haste to get going last week, we didn't actually introduce ourselves. So I am Rob. And I am Jamie. And that's probably all you need to know, really. We're the ones that are doing this. Yes, that talk. as a microphone. Okay, so we're going to be ranking Augustus to Augustulus, which I said last week with pride and enthusiasm. And a little bit of uh, trepidation. A little bit.
0: There's some like 86.
1: Yes, yeah, and also I also knew that in the future we're going to get to a stage where the empire splits and I really wasn't sure what we are going to do but I've had a think about it we're going to go to Theodosius I and then we're only going to cover the east Yes No, west West, <laughs> Not yes. the east, no. obviously that no. goes into Byzantium yes. Right, so Augustus, background stuff on him he was the first emperor mm. So he, he's where it begins Normal, Number one He's also considered by many to be the
0: best emperor. Is is that just because he's the first one? So he's you know he's set the standard.
1: So he's the best. Or in, in well, this tradition. is this is it. I mean, well, when I first started doing my research, I was determined to find out that he was actually quite mediocre. We we're going to find <laughs> lots of other great emperors, but I must admit, and you'll discover this as we yeah. go on, we've got quite a bit to cover today. It might be longer than the rest of the episodes. Will yeah, so it's going to get a little bit confusing, possibly. Right. Because he went by many names. He was born as Gaius Octavius.
0: Right, G- Gaius Octavius. Yes. Okay. Now, That's I'm like just
1: going to briefly cover this now, and I'm probably going to use three names throughout this because I'm going to stick to convention. I'm have to write these down. Write right. them down. So he started off as Octavius. Right. At some point, he gets adopted by someone. We won't ruin that. Okay. But when he gets adopted, he changed his name to something that I won't ruin, but historians from that point call him him Octavian. Octavian. Yes, Octavian. And then he was Octavian for a while, and then finally when the Senate declared him Augustus, he changed his name to Augustus. Um, Although no one ever called him Augustus in his lifetime, really. It was more the title. They called him Princeps, which meant First Citizen. Princess. Okay. Um, his friends would call him Gaius, Guy, Guy, Guy. G-man, G G dog. Yeah, any of those, and his You <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, right. So he was born Octavius to the Octavi family. They were a well-respected okay. equestrian family. Horses. That... Yes, horses. They were knights. I know that my my wife likes horse riding, so I've I've heard of that when she watched the Olympics. That's nice. That's t- Twice now you've mentioned your wife. I'm starting to hope that she becomes like Columbo's wife, Yes. and you never see her. Well, obviously, yeah. it's a podcast, or, or just you uh, <laughs> <laughs> just I
0: don't actually have one. I'm just
1: mental. Yeah, that could be good. So um, <laughs> equestrian, they are called horses. that because they could afford horses. They're, they were the knights. They're the middle class of Rome. Okay, basically. so quite well off. They're quite well a bit off. Of cash. His um, great grandfather, great grandfather Octavian. G-G. Octavius fought in the second Punic Wars oh we did them last which week which we did that last yes. week I know about that. that was the one where they have the secret weapon the planks and the, the nails the planks and the nails so who knows maybe he was a plank holder oh, in that war I like that we don't know. So he came from a fairly well-to-do family, but they weren't mm. anything really special. His father managed to become a novus homo, which was a phrase I used last week. Can you remember what that was? A uh, new, new man? Yeah, new man. He yes. he was a senator. He didn't rise right to the top, but he was the first one in his family to become a senator. Yeah. And because of this, he was able to marry into the Julian family. Yeah. Yeah. We know some Julians, don't we? Yes. Uh, there's Julian Bashir from Star Trek. <laughs> yes, there is. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So, Gaius Octavius, the father, yeah. um, and the mother, um, Attia, gave birth on the 23rd of September, 63 BCE. He was held up for inspection. In Rome, the yeah. father would hold the boy okay. when they were born and inspect Aww. them, and if it was a girl, they'd just say, yeah, that would do. go <laughs> not feed them, because <Liquors. laughs> this is truly misogynistic Rome. Apparently, um, Octavius narrowly, narrowly, narrowly 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 <laughs> avoided being chucked out really? on the streets because he was a bit of a weak link ah so that's that's not a good start there is it it's not a good He's, start yeah. best emperor in the world but a little bit weak well you're going to find a lot of this bit of a and this might go against him in the points later yeah. on oh, okay right and um his father died Oh when he was only four oh, yeah Octavius went to school mm. and met two very important friends you're going to have to make a note of these right names. in fact you Possibly might have heard of him before. The first one is Marcus Agrippa. Marcus Agrippa. Agrippa actually means feet first. He was born feet first. Ah, yeah. uh, He was uh, breech.
0: Yeah. That's bottom first, though, isn't it? I suppose feet bottom. I was born breech.
1: You're a gripper then. I'm a gripper. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I'm famous. I didn't know that about you. No, there you go. We're getting closer. (laughs) (laughs) And then his other friend was called Messinus. Macenus. Macenus. Yeah, so he, he made two friends. Agrippa was sporty, athletic, he was basically everything Octavian wasn't, who was a bit of a weakling. Um, so it's, it's like it's like the geek kids hanging out with the cool kids. Yeah, Macenus was bucky, well, scrolly, I suppose. <laughs> um, and... A
0: bit parchmenty.
1: Yeah. So I, I can't help but feel those two just hung around Agrippa because he was a bit cool. I'm not sure. Right, so... As you should remember from the last episode, he had Didn't a very man. important uncle. Well, great uncle, technically. Yes. Which was? Tacticus? No. No. Um, Aeneas? The most famous Caesar. <gasps> Caesar? Sorry, Roman, I gave it oh, up. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Hadrian. Yes. yes. Julius Caesar. Yes, Julius, Julius Caesar. Caesar. JC. JC, big JC. Um, he started hanging out with... Julius okay. Caesar. Caesar rose him up to be a patrician, so that is, he's no longer equestrian, he's a patrician. He's now up in the higher um, class. So he has clout. He's got more clout now, even though he's really young. It's first real sign that we've got that he is important to Caesar. Ah. And then he's invited to go off to Spain with Caesar right. to go and fight Pompey the Great Sons. Ah, I thought of Pompey. Yes. Remember, he died last episode in Egypt. Yes. But his sons, who witnessed it, ran off yes. to Spain. So Caesar's now got to go and sort those. Hunting out. them down. He is hunting them down. Well, and the bounty hunter. <laughs> yes. only I mean, maybe slightly less hairy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope so. Yes, so he... In... <laughs> I've got a, a, a mullet theory about the Romans. Have you? What's yeah. your theory? Come on. I think that when it hit the eighties in every yeah. century mullets became fashionable. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we are for sixty years time. Yeah. <laughs> it's bound to happen. Anyway, so he was invited to go to Spain with Caesar, but and as you've mentioned before, it's not a good sign that he seemed sickly at birth. An oh, illness God. delayed him. Oh. So he couldn't go. So he had to watch Caesar and all the armies go off, and he had to stay at home with mum. That's very embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. For a future emperor. Yeah. um, And there are rumours. Did he stay behind because he was ill? Or did he stay behind because he was ill, and the listeners can't see my little inverted comma fingers. Ill. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Wink, wink.
1: Yeah, so it's it's a bit hard to tell. Eventually, he recovers from this illness. And he goes off to Spain, and he arrives and says, Caesar, I'm here! And he looks around and realises that the war's over. How convenient! How That's, convenient! Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't see why
0: anyone would question the illness.
1: He slapped his knee in frustration. Yes. He said, oh. shucks.
0: I, I, I bet he got on knees, like, you know the end of um, uh, Planet of the Apes? I Damn you, Walter, hell!
1: Yeah, it's probably Charles's his Hester's. eyes. Oh yeah. Yeah, so... Oscar he, winning. He missed the fighting. Nius Pompey was killed. Oh. But Sextus Pompey, oh. younger brother, <laughs> survived. Yes. Right, I'm just adding that in there. That was the fight to right. Spain. You so, just, just remember Sextus Pompey. I'm going to remember that name. That's fine, because I listen to um Life of Caesar podcast by right. Ray and Cannes. That's the really good one, yeah. Fantastic podcast. Go listen and listen to it. it. Yeah, um, they refer to him as Sexy P, so he is always Sexy P in my mind. Mm. So Sexy P escapes. Nice. Right. Okay.
0: With a name like that, you would have to.
1: When Caesar was cleaning up Spain, so the war was over, but <laughs> yeah. Caesar then, being Caesar, he was always making everything perfect. Massive broom. Yeah, he got his broom out, sweeping up all the rebels, um, so he got to know Oct- Octavius quite well at this point. Yeah. It's probably when he decided to put him in his will.
0: Ah, and I'm guessing it's not for money.
1: Well, we partly make, partly for money and but palaces and stuff. But something else is in there. And we'll get <sighs> to that in just a moment. They go back to yeah. Rome and then Caesar starts planning the invasion of Parthia. He sent off Octavius to Illyricum, which is yeah. just over the water from Spain. Okay. Um, to prepare for the war. Marcus Agrippa and Macinus probably went with him. They were sorting out the armies. They're still very young at this point. Yeah. But the armies start to get to know Octavius. Octavius starts yeah. to get to know the army. They're there for a few months preparing when the Ides of March... <gasps> I've heard happened. of that. Yes, that is when Caesar gets killed by the group, which we covered oh. briefly last week. So, And I'm going to try very hard to keep this about Augustus and not get sidetracked by yeah. what's happening with it's, Caesar. It's worth, it's a big event, right? It's a very big event. It leads into and it leads into it. But as much as I'd love to go into all the details, we're just uh-huh. going to say Caesar was killed by a group of men. Yes. Two of which were Brutus yep. and Cassius, because they do come back into the story. I, 'cause I
0: guess I'm guessing if Augustus really loved Caesar yep. and it was his pal, he's not gonna be too well you know, he's only really happy with Brutus and Cassius, is he? He's not gonna be happy. He's not gonna high five him and go around for lunch.
1: He's not. He's gonna do the opposite. Ooh. Which would be a low five. So
0: he invite everyone else <laughs> except those
1: two. <laughs> and they're feel really sad. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he's gonna do <laughs> he's gonna do something. So the first Octavius knew about this is he receives a letter in the lyric, right? Car. Your, your uncle's dead, the Parthian invasion's called off. Octavius jumps on a boat and goes back to Italy to, to go and be with his family. And he missed another war as well. Yeah, another war that he didn't Damn. get to go to. Again, he must have slapped his knee in frustration. Yes. Damn you all to hell! <laughs> so he writes back in Italy and right. then he receives another letter. This is where it gets interesting. Okay. Because this letter says not only has your uncle died, He has left all his money, well, not all, let's be accurate here. He left a lot of his money (laughs) to Octavius. His clientele, so all the people who were in debt to Caesar, now are in debt to Octavius. Nice. Yeah. And also, most importantly, he adopted him. Ah, ooh, so, so he'd be the heir. He is the heir, but of course they're in a democracy. They're in a the well, public. There are no heirs, well, of course. But he is the heir to the Caesar family. It's a very big, important thing to be, and he's yeah. still—he's not even twenty yet. He's still very young. His mother and his stepfather both write to him and say, "Don't, don't accept it." They have yeah. just killed off Julius Caesar. <laughs> you do that, you're still a boy. They'll come and kill you yeah. straight away. And you know, you won't get any power. It'll be a pretty
0: boring lifestyle. Yeah.
1: What does happen in Rome is Mark Antony, Caesar's biggest general, Yes, heard of him. takes over. Mm. Because he is, in real life, Caesar's heir. Not in name, yeah, okay. but he is in the position where he can just step into that power vacuum.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, is is just from respect, or just because he's got the authority, do you
1: think? A, a bit of both. Okay. There was some respect, there was some authority, although Antony's personality is hard to gauge. And throughout history, people have either portrayed him as a brute who used right. force, or a really conniving, clever person. You can kind of see different versions. Shakespeare was quite positive to him. Yeah, um, yeah. HBO's Rome portrayed him in quite a good light. And, and um, both those being fantastic historical Yes, accounts. both very historically yes. accurate, both those yeah. things. But then <laughs> um, you'll come across other things where he's just, um, just a brute just who a just... Gift. Yeah, it's um, okay. but you can form your own opinion as okay. you can find out more about him later on. I will, so, Antony takes over Rome essentially, Tony, right? Yeah, Tony. Um, big tone. Octavian, sorry, Octavius. No, sorry, Octavian. This is where it changes to Octavian. Ah, so I can see where i confused. Yeah, it says yeah. Octavian now. So, now he's been adopted, he's Octavian because in real life, yeah, he changed his name to Julius Caesar <sighs> because he so had four names. There's more. Oh, God. <laughs> so he changed his name to Julius Caesar. He right. got all his friends and everyone to call him Gaius Julius Caesar. Yeah. Because he's now Julius Caesar's son, they share the name. Right. Historians, mm. wisely, have decided that would be very confusing, yep. so call him Octavian, which is a shortening of Octavianus. Yes. Which basically means you used to be Octavius. So you used to okay. be Octavius, but you're now Julius Caesar. But we just call him from now on Octavian. That's what I'll be calling him. Yeah, good. So Octavian goes back to Rome, says to Mark Antony, uh, give me my cash. I was promised cash.
0: Cash.
1: And Antony goes... Pocket money? No. Who are huh. you? You're a little kid. Ooh. Go away. Ooh. No one at this point is expecting Octavian to do anything. He is no. he's, he's. a, a little sickly child who yes. can't do anything. Who he, is... Yeah, can't even go to war. But he has one thing, oh. and that is that name. He's calling himself Julius Caesar. Ah. The armies loved Julius Caesar, so he's able to use his name to start right. Right raising the troops. So he's going around all the, the troops saying, I am Julius Caesar, and they looked at him and went, oh, dear. <laughs> Quick! <laughs> I remember him looking a lot stronger than that. So the, the legions start following him, Oh, that's so good. he starts getting a bit of power. No longer can Antony just completely ignore him, and eventually he has to run away because Octavian's getting powerful enough. Oh, so Mark Anthony just legs it. Yeah. Cicero, oh. at the time, who hates Antony, despises Antony, um, mm-hmm. thinks, oh, this little boy here, who's building up these legions, be able to use him against Antony. So he buddies up with Octavian and says, yeah, the Senate will support you.
0: Yeah.
1: Get rid of Antony, he's a brute. So Octavian chases after Antony. Right. Antony runs away, and oh. then Octavian he sends a letter to the Senate and says, Can I be consul? To which they laugh in his face. <gasps> he's still a boy. No, you can't be consul. Yeah. So then he takes all his troops to Rome and goes, Can I be consul? And at that point they go, Okay <laughs> Of course, yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> didn't see that massive army there before yeah, oh, when you yes. sent your <laughs> He was just a joke. Of yeah. course, don't kill me. Yeah, but when we said no, we of course meant yes. <laughs> yes, and please leave my family alone. <laughs> yeah. so, I love my children. And Octavian's now in charge in Rome. Cicero's nice. regretting his decision. Antony's run away. Three months later, right. however, mm-hmm. Octavian then goes and meets up with Antony. Okay. And they reconcile. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Forming... The triumvirate, the second triumvirate. That basically means three people in charge. The first Uh, triumvirate was Julius Caesar, Pompey the Great, and Crassus, who we didn't talk about last week. The second triumvirate, obviously, is Antony and Octavian. Yeah, that's two. That's two. The third one, just because there would be too much to go into if we went into it, is a man called Lepidus, and we're not going to talk much about him. That's fine. Because... He didn't do much. Oh, fair he was pushed aside Aww. very quickly. What left So they decide if we get together, we can rule Rome. Yeah. We don't need the Senate. Piece <laughs> of cake. Easy peasy. And Antony says only if we can kill such-and-such-and-such-and-such-and-such-and-such. And such and such and such and such. Ah, so he's had demands. Yeah. And then Octavian goes, yeah, and should we get rid of such-and-such-and-such-and-such? And such and such and such? In the end, they decide to put up a prescription list, just like Sulla did.
0: Oh, yes. And um, people just put their friends on and
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah. So another list goes up. And the most famous nice. person on this list is Cicero. Anthony and Cicero hate each other. So, Cicero is hunted down and killed. His head Aww. is chopped off, his hands are chopped off, wow. his head is sent to Antony's wife, who stabs his tongue with needles because Goodness she me. hates him so much. It's not a good end for Cicero. That's a bit dramatic. It's a bit dramatic. I mean, you cut his head off then, cut his hands off? What? Why? Well, the, the head was to kill. The hands yeah, were well, more symbolic it's, it's, yeah, to well, stop him writing all these things about Antony, which he was well, of course, writing. Yeah. And the stabbing in the tongue, obviously, to stop him saying. Although a bit overkill, once you chop someone's head off. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: kind of writing after he's lost his head. Yeah,
1: yeah, you probably could have stopped there, but yeah, but, you know, Sy- symbolism. Yeah, nice. and the hands were nailed to the, um, the Senate door oh, as well. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah, just in a case anyone didn't get the message. Yeah, so yeah, make it nice, nice and clear. Okay, so then. Antony and Octavian join forces and go and hunt down the assassins of Caesar. Ah, and they gave you Brutus two and Cassius. Yes, Brutus and Cassius. Yes. So they go and hunt those down. Now, as always, we are brushing over quite a lot of stuff here. All I'm going to say about that is Antony and Octavian win. Because when <laughs> we get to the fightiest <laughs> Maximus round later, I'm going to go into detail of that battle. That's fine. Okay, so you just need to know that they win in the end. Ant- right, then... Time goes on. Antony goes off into the east, falls in love with Cleopatra. Oh, Egypt! Yes, Yes. Egypt. Octavian goes back to Rome and tries to deal with the fact that the country's been fighting a civil war for about a hundred years and the city is a mess, the country's a mess, there's no food. Oh dear. Antony's got the better deal here. He's swanning off in Egypt and playing with the pyramids. Yeah, um, and everyone in Rome now hates Octavian because he's the one in charge and they have no food. Yeah, they're going to blame him whether he did it or not. Yeah, exactly. It's not looking good for him. And he's still this very young, weak, sickly man. Yeah. Um, So it's not going very well. Plus, sexus Pompey. Oh, yeah. Sexy P. By this time, he has set himself up as a pirate. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Sexy P the pirate. He's working from Sicily, and he pretty much owns the seas by this point. He's very good at being a pirate. He owns the seven seas. Yeah, he started speaking like that. Oh, he, well, In fact, he um, starred himself as the son of Neptune. Oh, that's, that's how good he felt he was. That's a big ego, isn't it? It is. So Octavian sits down hard, and he thinks, what can we do about the pirate problem? So <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> yeah. And this is the start of a pattern. He decides to get Agrippa on the case. Uh, now, Gripper, as I mentioned earlier, yeah. is amazing. He is. If we ever decide to do special episodes on non-emperors, he's the first one we've got to do. He is the yeah. best of best friends a man can ever have. Oh. He he just... So he, he just hold and hug you and tell
0: you if he's going to be okay?
1: I bet he did that for Octavian. Oh. I bet he also built loads of ships and defeated the best pirates of the known world. Oh. Which is exactly what he did. It's what wow. you want your friends to do. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't build their fleet um, <laughs> in the docks because Sexus would just come along and destroy them with his fleet. Fair enough, So yeah. they um, go to a big lake, build a huge canal joining it to the sea and then build the ships and then they sail them out. Mm. And yeah. it, it First attempt didn't go too well. No. And again, we're skimming over this a bit but eventually, thanks to Agrippa, they do beat Sextus Pompey. Sexy P. Um, sexy P. They beat him and he runs away but then he's killed, Aww. although dramatic. But the upshot is yeah. that um, Rome has grain again. Hooray! Food! Food. They get to eat again. Bread. And Octavian can stop living in essentially uh, a fortress because they had to literally brick <laughs> up his house because they were so scared of the riots. Oh wow. Yeah, It's not, not going well for him at all at this point. So now he's got a stronghold in the East. He's finally getting Rome back on his feet. He can finally start looking towards the West and thinking, Antony's too big for his boots. (laughs) So he starts a war of propaganda against him. Basically makes fun of him. It's mainly Cleopatra he uses as this weapon. That would be easy, yeah. Yeah, because Cleopatra is seen as this weird, crazy (laughs) witch queen. (laughs) And Antony's seduced by him. Yeah. And... um, forced to do his bidding. So the people of Rome won't wow. want Octavian fighting the famous Mark Antony, but no. they will want him fighting the evil witch queen. Yes, yes. of Egypt. Of with Egypt. Pyramids and a pet sphinx. Yes. So in 32 BCE, he illegally obtained Antony's will and read it out loud. Ooh, you're not do that, high. Eh? You're not. They had to literally break into this very sacred place, and push aside the equivalent of nuns, the Vestal oh. Virgins. Ah, yeah, yes. Yeah, we talked about them. Uh, push this. Yeah, we push push them aside, grab the will, and out they go. And the will essentially said, "I hate Rome. Everything to do with <laughs> Rome. When I die, I want to get buried in Egypt. Everything that is in the east will go to yeah. my sons with Cleopatra." It was not good. The people did not like it now, at now, all. I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess here. How
0: accurate thing that will was? Well, that's it's about it. propaganda. We I mean... don't
1: know because we we can't tell. But no. it seems a silly thing for Antony to do. Yeah. If he thought he was going to win this civil war against Octavian, mm. why would he give everything in the yeah. east to Egypt? He was still. Probably. Very much Roman, thinking Roman yeah. was the best. He just... Liked witch queens. Well, yeah, he enjoyed Cleopatra's company. Yeah. If you get my meaning. I, I don't. Do you not? No. No. In the same way Julius Caesar enjoyed her company. Um, she was good with anecdotes, I think. Uh, yes.
0: Mm. Maybe after, after yeah. the parties, that kind of thing. Because uh, I am imagining like, on a wheel, it has to be like, you know, I, I bequeath my best pair of socks to my fourth cousin my wife i leave my second best bedpan. yeah and my prized spoon
1: i'm not sure how much detail it went into Maybe. i'd like to think it went into that detail
0: yeah
1: and if it was one of those small things that averaged them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he left his spoon to who a monster oh but the humanity i think it was more the uh him loving egypt over rome yeah. thing So, and again, I'm going to skip over a huge battle here because I'll go into it in detail in the fightiest Maximum round. Um, But the two sides finally meet at Actium in 31 BCE, um, and Agrippa, note how I say Agrippa, was able to trap Antony's fleet. Antony attempts to break through, manages to get out, escape to Egypt. The next year, Octavian invades Egypt and Antony and Cleopatra commit suicide.
0: Yes, I know that. I, I watched the film.
1: Yes, that's a very famous story. Uh, I'll, go, I'll do a little bit more detail about that later. Right, so, next, Becoming Augustus. I've Got a subtitle in my notes there. Ooh. Yeah, see, I told you I was professional. Yeah, it's in capital yeah. letters as well. Yeah, yeah. bold. Yeah. I'm bold, so I don't get lost. So Octavian, <laughs> by this point, is undisputed leader. He, yeah. He's won the Civil War. Um, the last civil war of the republic. Aww. So in 27 BCE, he finally gives up power. What? Yeah, he restores the republic.
0: Oh, so he's just saying, I'm no longer the ultimate ruler, Yeah. you're now a republic.
1: And that's it, it was a republic from then on. How End of series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, job done. <laughs> that was easy. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, the Senate apparently went, No, Augustus. Or, no Octa No, was he Augustus at this point? Yes, it was around this time. So they yeah. probably went, No, Augustus. We can't possibly take all these powers back. You're so amazing. Keep them. And he oh. went, Oh, go on, Oh, you've twisted my arm. Twisted my arm. <laughs> I'll become ultimate leader and rule the whole country and get loads of money. Yeah. And all the fame and glory. Obviously, all pre-planned. It was just a show. Yeah. But he styled himself as the Restorer of the Republic. It was using language of the Republic, mm-hmm. he did not style himself as an emperor at all. And that's why it worked, because everyone at the time, without the benefit of hindsight, yeah. probably thought, yeah, okay, we're starting to become a Republic again. So like I said, around this time, he stops being Octavian and becomes Augustus in the history books. Yay! He thought about being Romulus. Ooh but it was decided it was a bit too regal, he didn't want that association with kings. That's true. So Augustus was a brand new title no one had thought of yeah, before. Okay. Then in 19 BCE, instead of being a consul, because he just kept electing himself as consul year after year, like he would. <laughs> I vote for myself! He then eventually came up with a brilliant idea that instead of being consul, he would be given the power of the consul. Uh, so he's not going to
0: be the consul, but he has the power of... So he is the consul, but he's not calling himself the consul.
1: Yeah, with great power comes no responsibility because he's passed that off. He's just keeping the. Power. So he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, so oh, nice. That way he can elect consuls and everyone feels happy. The republic's ticking over, but actually he's got all the power. So he's basically god of Rome. Yes, he's 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 there. Right now, in, in twenty three B C E, yeah. he nearly died. He became very ill. Yes. And he started worrying because he needed a successor. Oh. If he died, everything will go to pieces. Now, this is where I'm going to try and explain the Julio-Claudian dynasty. Oh dear. Because we're gonna need to know this as we go forward with the next few emperors. Now, to give you an example of what we're up against here, this is a quote from one of the books I've been using for research. Okay. (laughs) See if you can follow this. right. easy. Go. Within two years, the widow Julia was remarried to Agrippa, who divorced Augustus' niece, Octavia's elder daughter, by a first marriage, to marry her first cousin, who was also her sister-in-law. He had already a daughter by a still earlier marriage to the heiress daughter of Cicero's friend, Atticus. That was lovely reading. Well done. Yeah. Uh, What? Now, I know this fairly well. Yeah. (laughs) I know the background. I'm interested in it. And I've just spent a week studying it. Yes. I still haven't got a clue what that paragraph is saying. <laughs> <laughs> so what, I, what we're going to do, I've tried right. to simplify it a lot. Yeah. And what the listeners don't realise is that Jamie writes notes when I'm talking. I do, yes. Which is really nice because he can keep up. So what I want you, <laughs> to, <very> do, <laughs> what I want you to do is draw a family tree, on a, on a fresh piece of paper. Okay, should we put this on the website? Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to put this on the okay. website. This will be the official family tree. You, you can hear the new page.
0: Yes. This is actually an art book as well, so it'd Oh, very nice. use pencil or pen? Um, uh, whatever's easiest. Oh, yeah. Well, I may last semester. Oh, use pen. Use pen, be brave. Okay. I'm committing.
1: Right, so like a family tree here, or just like a map? Family tree, map, however you want to set okay. it out. We're going to try and explain right. the mess that is the julio Gordani's fantasy. Go nice and slow. okay. So, Octavian. Yeah. Has a daughter called Julia with his wife Scribonia. Around the time of the Triumphal, Augustus, yeah, married Livia. So Octavius then married Livia. Yeah, he gets rid of Scribonia. Ah, yeah, and marries Livia. Livia. Now Livia was already married to Tiberius Claudius Nero. She, so she was already married. to she Tiberius was Claudius Nero. Don't bother putting his name down. Just draw a happy face, and then put a cross for her. He doesn't last long. No, nice. no it's fine. Right. So, there's Livia.
0: Right.
1: Octavius Big meets scene. Livia when um, she attends a party, falls madly in love with her. Scribonia is pregnant at this point with Julia. Right. And Livia's pregnant with yeah. Tiberius Nero, uh, Claudius Nero's And that's Octavius' kid as is... well. Oh, no. No, no. So she's got her own child. She's already got a child called Tiberius. You will need to make a note of him. So, uh, is that the Tiberius's son as well? Yes. So, Livia has Tiberius's son. So, just to recap, Octavius has a child called Julia. Yeah. He fancies Livia. Yeah. Livia's got a child called Tiberius. Yes. And is heavily pregnant with a second child who will be called Drusus. 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 Is that a boy or a girl? That's a boy. Boy, okay. I'll give him glasses. Okay. Now... Bear in mind, this is simplified. (laughs) Bloody hell. Yeah, it it gets complicated because this is still the simple part. Right, okay. In 25 BCE, Augustus marries his daughter to Marcellus. So Julia marries Marcellus. Marcellus. Yes, Julia marries Marcellus. So Marcellus becomes the heir apparent. He's the one who's going to take over. So draw a little crown on him. Good, nice crown. Right. Thank you. So Marcellus heir apparent right but when augustus fell ill remember i said he fell in 23 bce oh yeah yeah marcellus is still a bit too young so octavius decides that agrippa should take charge if he dies and when marcellus is old enough marcellus will take over right so agrippa basically acts as regent right if he dies however what actually happens is amazingly octavius recovers oh and then marcellus dies Oh. Yes, yeah, so Put a put a little... Alright, oh, I'll put a little tombstone put, in Yeah, a little I tombstone. Think. He's dead. He was the heir apparent, he's now dead. <laughs> so, Augustus has another think, and he decides that since Agrippa was going to be the heir apparent, what mm. Agrippa should do is divorce his wife. And yeah. marry, guess who he should marry? Julia? Yeah. Hey. She's widowed. So, Agrippa marries Julia. I'll draw Agrippa. I'll make him look quite tough. Yeah, make him very tough, because he was tough. Now, Agrippa, remember, bestest friends with Octavian, and is now married to his daughter, so is now his son-in-law as well. Oh, that's clever. Isn't that nice? Right, those two have five children. Now, to keep this simple, all I need you to do is put down three. Right. Because the Romans were incredibly misogynistic, so we're going to follow that and ignore the daughters. They don't come back in the story. The boys do. We've got Gaius... Hey! We've got Lucius and we've got baby Agrippa. <laughs> okay. So then, who's the heirs now? Oh, uh, Agrippa? Oh, you mean out of the boys? We'd we'll yeah. be the oldest, wouldn't it? Yeah, which is Gaius. And Lucius back up. Okay. And spare, as Lucius. And baby Agrippa's just. He's there. Well, we'll come back to him. Okay, okay so there we go. We've now got. Now, the listeners can't see this, but it will be on our website, so you'll get to see the finished results. So we've now got Octavius, who has a daughter, Julia, yeah. married to Agrippa, and their children Three are the so. heirs, yes. Gaius and Lucius. But don't forget that Livia, Octavia's wife, has two children, Tiberius and Drusus. Ah, uh, and they're they, going to want a piece of that. Well, they, they come Kai, into they? it. They definitely do. Now, Agrippa sad music. Dies in uh, 12 All uh, oh, Very sad. Uh, so that that's Daddy dead. Grippa's dead, right? Now Augustus realizes that if he dies, those two infant sons will have no guardian. So he has Tiberius divorce his wife. Who should who should he marry?
0: As it as in Tiberius is in the one as in Livia's son. Livia's son should. He's going to get Olivia's son to marry Julia. Yes, that's what he's going to do. Right, okay. <laughs> so, that. wait, okay. So, his son is going to marry, no, his stepson, stepson is going to marry his daughter. Daughter, yes. That's a little bit weird. Uh, it's a bit,
1: but it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, yes, moments. it could definitely be. It's <laughs> right. true. How do you think Julia's feeling at this point? A little bit used? Possibly a bit used, and that might come back to bite them slightly. Okay, Mm. right. Tiberius is not very happy about what's going on. Nope. So he says, I've had enough of this, and he goes into self-imposed exile. Okay. Leaves Julia behind. (gasps) Apparently Julia is, um, how can I say this politely, experiencing life quite a lot. Okay. Throughout so, Rome. So she's um
0: getting to know the culture quite well. Yes. Meeting yes. lots of the citizens.
1: Right, so then Ooh. Octavian or Augustus, I should say, by this yeah. point. It's all going it's it's not brilliant, but it's not too bad. He's still got Gaius and yeah. if not Lucius, yeah. he's gone an heir. Then Lucius dies. <gasps> so he he ends up dead as well. Yeah. And then, Gaius dies two years later. <gasps> but he's the main heir! Yeah, yeah, he was wounded in a siege, so he's old enough now to start taking part in warfare and he was wounded and he dies, oh, so that's those two gone. So who's the heir? Well, it's either me to be Tiberius or Baby Agrippa. Yeah, well, unfortunately, Baby Agrippa apparently was such an unpleasant child, <laughs> he was apparently so horrible, Yeah. O- uh, Augustus exiles him to Ooh. a tiny little rock. <laughs> Just a little rock. Yeah, little rock. Valley is like half a mile square. It was tiny. Also, by this point, he gets wind of Julia's antics and exiles her as well. So she's now exiled. Okay. Yeah. All of this big sprawling family tree. All we've got left now is is Tiberius and Drusus. Drusus. Well, put a cross through Drusus. He just fell off a horse.
0: Oh.
1: (laughs) Poor Drusus. Yeah, poor Drusus. He fell off horse. The, the horse, horse didn't in a kill him, but apparently he got infected or something. He dies. <laughs> infected um, horse. <laughs> but, <laughs> can yeah. you get infected by falling a horse? <laughs> <laughs> a bad case of horse falling off him. <laughs> Yeah, no, the the Um, wound of the leg got infected. He died. So as you can see, it's now looking a bit thin, this family tree, isn't it? I I would say Tiberius is... is, Oh no, he's self-exiled, isn't he? Yeah. There's no one. Tiberius is on um, his own rock somewhere. So eventually, although Augustus is really annoyed with Tiberius for running off, he eventually brings him back and says, fine, you've got to come back, I've got no more heirs. (laughs) Come back. So Tiberius goes back, and it's... All okay, sort of. Augustus doesn't want Tiberius to be the heir. Tiberius doesn't want to be the heir either. Really? No, he's he's not too keen on this. He. I thought he'd jump at the chance. No, he's he's not. We'll go more into that next week, obviously, because I've just given it away. That's where it ends up. Tiberius becomes the next Emperor. But that was not the plan. It was never the plan. It was always the backup of, well, several down the line of backups. (laughs) We should have had Marcellus, Gaius, Lucius, and then eventually it goes to Tiberius. So, hopefully that wasn't too confusing for the listeners. Well, I'm sure the picture will definitely help, even though I'm struggling. If you're struggling, just rewind it and go back and you'll get to see the the wonderful drawings of the happy faces. I love how, how... toothy Livia is, that's quite I, nice. I, I just got that impression. She well, apparently a she says. was uh, quite a looker. Oh, really? Really, really uh, intelligent, yeah. Okay, so, and that, well, good segue into Livia, yeah. because there is actually a theory, which I don't think is true at all, but it's a good theory, look at all those crosses you've got on that family tree it's a lot now. of death, yeah. Yeah, there's a theory that Livia did it all. A what? Really? Because she wanted Tiberius to become the next emperor. So she killed off Marcellus, and then Gaius, and then Lucius, even Drusus. So that must have mean she should have gone to war and killed Gaius. She must have
0: been on the horse and pushed Well, Draces this is where and... it falls
1: apart slightly. Yeah. I mean, unless she went to that war and killed Gaius in the mm. siege, it doesn't sound likely, does it? And, and wrote all of Baby Agrippa's rude and nasty speeches, so we got exiled that little Yeah, rock. maybe she stood behind him and like, did a pantomime voice. Oh, through a voice. I don't like you! I hate Rome. Yeah, <laughs> just kept doing that. Yeah. So that's solved. And, and tip of the iceberg being, she eventually murders Augustus. So <gasps> um, Tiberius can become, become heir. Uh, this is the Livia killed everyone theory. It doesn't hold oh. any water. So she didn't actually kill Augustus. Well, I, I personally okay. don't think so. No. no. Um, but you make up your own mind. Yeah. The, the method apparently she killed um, Augustus is she went out into the fig tree place. <laughs> Where they grow fig trees. Yeah. Yeah. And went to the trees that she knew that Augustus went to pick and poisoned them on the tree. and Oh right, my goodness. You'd just stab him, wouldn't you? Yeah, right in the It just right in the doesn't neck. seem likely. Anyway, <laughs> so now we've gone through all of that, finally we get to his death. Now there are some good Aww. things that we've missed out of his life, but this episode will just go on forever, so we're going to skip to the end there. He died on the 19th of August. Yeah. 14 CE. That's a hell of a coincidence that his name in August is so I similar. Know, such a coincidence, isn't it? Just shy of his 76th birthday. Wow, that's really old for an ancient person. Yes. He lasted a long time. We'll go into that in the tempo completo round. That yeah, long yeah. He lasted. Wow. And he's looking good for that score, isn't well, he? Well, he's young when he took part. Yes, I'm guessing like was. the 40, 50 years he's been... I'll yeah, come oh, on to it. We oh, will. Wow. Let's go to our first round. What? Fightius Maximus. Maximus. Okay, in this round... Um, I think as it's the first episode, let's explain it slightly. Fightius Maximus is the round where we discuss how fighty they were. Yeah, so kind of like how invasion-y, how (laughs) beat uppy they were. Yeah, it might be on a large army scale. It might Mm. be on a personal scale. So to start this one off, I've printed off two maps here i can see yeah. you can see one is the map of rome at the start of augustus's reign and one is at the end so for the listeners can you explain the two maps okay so the top map is a
0: map of europe and there are quite a well it's the mediterranean area and most of it is in dark orange uh, with obviously france and spain and italy and uh, bits of north africa and parts of the the east as well um and greece and the bottom map has got the same dark orange bit there's more sort of a, a darker yellow above Rome Roman Italy and a big statue.
1: Yeah, I mean if that's a lifelike statue, that means his statue Massive. was bigger than Italy itself. So I'm guessing that is there that's just to very tall. just to indicate Augustus was in charge. I mean that's a stylistic Yeah, that statue must be like four hundred miles tall. Yeah, it's it's very big. But those it's lighter normal. orange areas you mentioned are his expansion. Okay. So you'll notice that the Alps have now been taken. I can see. Which, yeah. although the Alps are very close to to Rome, had yeah. never been taken by this point. It was full of tribes. So he managed to calm the Alps down and took over the Alps. What, so why,
0: why why would you want to invade
1: mountains? What use would they be? Other defensive. It's a bit like you're colouring in. You know, it's just that little <laughs> annoying bit. Yeah. You've got everything around it, and there's just that little hole. You just oh, let's just get that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd have to do that. He's also that. managed to join up, if you look over to modern-day Turkey, he's managed to join that up oh, yeah. to modern-day Syria. He's basically area. made it neater, hasn't he's he? He's made it neater, he has. As an emperor, so here's yeah. one for points. Go on. He conquered more landmass than any other emperor. Really? Yes. No other emperor conquers that much in their reign. Okay, so in terms of expansion or... In terms of expansion. As he said himself, I'm going to refer to the Res Geste a few times. Okay. This is a document he created at the end of his life (laughs) that basically was good stuff what I did. Yeah, I was going to say it's
0: not going to be very... um... Self deprecating, is it?
1: No, it's not, but it, it's still good to have a look at. Yeah. It was literally a big long list of stuff that he'd done during his reign so, so he could show off. So, the good, what good stuff, what he did, well, did do. Did, did, did. This is what he said about extending territory. He said, I extended the territory of all the province of the Roman people, which had neighbours not obedient to our rule. So, basically, they were different, they need yeah. to follow what
0: we say. Yeah. And we'll keep fighting them until they do what we say.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Nice. Okay. Right, I'm now going to cover three major battles. Okay,
0: go on. Well, right. he's, he's
1: definitely earned a lot of points in terms of expansion, yeah, which just is good. just But, as you've already noticed... He's a bit of a wimp. Yeah, so uh, that might go against him. Personal. First one is Philippi. So the battle in a place called Philippi. This is the one I brushed over earlier. So this is when Antony and Octavian are fighting Brutus and Cassius. Yes.
0: Yeah, okay. imagine
1: this. Brutus and Cassius are already there. Antony and Octavian arrive and, I, and Octavian, get this. Yeah. He starts feeling ill. I know oh, oh nice. that's, that's so unusual. He must have hit his knee in frustration. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Damn you all <what laughs> to hell. Anthony took one look at him and then rushed ahead, made camp and yeah. said, Right, I'm, Did I'm all just the fighting. You know what? Just stay here, you're a small boy. I'll go and sort <laughs> it out. Octavian apparently very slowly followed of course, in a litter. Of course, yeah. Because he wanted to get to the battle just uh, 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 not yeah. not too fast. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm desperate to go. It's just this damn knee. Now, according to according to Dio, Octavian heard of the situation and feared the outcome in either case, whether Antony acting alone should be defeated or should conquer. Ooh. So he's worried if Antony wins, Antony mm. will be strong enough to defeat him afterwards. Well, that's true. If Brutus and Cassius wins, he's dead. They'll be strong enough to kill yeah. him. So it doesn't look too good. So, if this is actually in um, Octavian's defence here. Yeah. He wouldn't want to not be part of this battle. So, maybe he was genuinely. Fair uh, enough. To begin with, it's a bit of a stalemate. Octavian yeah. and Antony can't stay too long. They haven't got the provisions. So, um, Brutus and Cassius are just trying to. Keep them there and not engage in battles. Anthony yeah. cleverly tells his troops to silently create a pathway through some marshes and sneak <laughs> round. Sonny threw them off. Yeah, yeah. An yeah, d- army of people imagining a whole push, army. Push. They didn't just travel; they had to build like roadways oh, wow. out of planks of wood over the marsh. Push, push, push. <laughs> Quiet with that hammer. <laughs> hammer silently. <laughs> it's not going in yeah how they okay. did it, a little bit harder uh, yeah how they did that i don't know but well they didn't eventually cassius spots them well of course and then, did. <laughs> <and then laughs> a battle starts so but i mean it did what it was supposed to do because yeah. the battle starts they were able to get through um Anthony and cassius start fighting and then bruce brutus and octavian's men Stop yeah, fighting. Ooh. Notice how I say Octavian's men. Yes. I'll come back to that. <laughs> right. At the end of the day there's a lot of dust. No one knows what's going on. It's been yeah. really dry for ages. There's dust everywhere. Okay. Cassius's men see some horses approach. The bat- fighting's all stopped. Yeah. So Cassius thinks it's Antony's men and sends some people to go off and investigate mm. and he hears the clashing of swords. Ooh. So he suspects the worst. Yeah. What do you think happened? Did they attack? This? Was it a secret attack or was it just... No, a... no, it wasn't attack at all. Apparently, the people that Cassius sent yeah. saw Brutus's men saying, we won our side of the battle, we've conquered Octavian's camp. Oh. And they all went, hooray, and they whipped out their swords and they clashed them together with joy, ah. like you do. Yeah, of um, course. So Cassius thinks the worst and thinks, oh, it's a fight, it's all over. According to some sources, Cassius then kills himself. Oh but I was into the most reliable source I could get actually Cassius gets another message um one of Brutus's men right. comes up to him before he commits suicide and says don't worry Cassius Brutus has won his side and apparently Cassius turns to the messenger and says yeah. tell him I wanted complete victory and Ooh. then kills himself uh, oh yeah so was it just the shame that Cassius who was arguably the better general yeah. Brutus was just Shamed that Brutus had managed to do better than he has. Okay, so I've I've mentioned Antony, I've yeah. mentioned Cassius, yeah. I've mentioned Brutus, I've mentioned Octavian. No, I haven't mentioned him, have I? Oh no. Yeah, he, he was he was in the marshes hiding. Oh. Oh. for three days. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Apparently he was ill. Uh, yeah, well, of course. He, he must was. have heard the battle. Yeah. Slapped his knee in frustration.
0: Oh, damn you, water <laughs> <the> hell! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it must have been quite frustrating for him. Yes. So, anyway, all the armies go back, so all of Brutus's men leave Octavian's camp, and yeah. all of Antony's men leave, and they all go back to their own camps, taking everything with them, so I just imagine like, all the belongings in both camps just swap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take everything. Oh, we've got yes. nothing left. Um, and then a few weeks later, a second battle happens. Uh, nothing exciting this time. They yeah. just line up and fight, basically. Okay. Um, Brutus loses. Apparently... Mm. It looks like Octavian, this is a first, was in this battle. Doing what? Maybe looking from a distance. Yes, a water boy. I certainly didn't find anything that suggested he did anything brave. And I that. imagine
0: him oh. standing next to a little table that's a water cup, so I've got
1: refreshments <laughs> and he eats them. <laughs> so, Brutus dies. Antony accepts the fact that he was, he was a senator, he treats the body with respect. Yeah. Then um, Octavian comes along, <laughs> chops his head off. Um, send First it. time he picked up a sword. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, has it set back to Rome to yeah. be thrown at Julius Caesar's statues' feet? But oh, nice. the head never got there, unfortunately. <laughs> Lost now, in transit. Apparently Octavian behaves a bit badly as well. A father and a son were held captive, begged for forgiveness, and mm. Octavian said that one could live. Oh, that's mm. it. Gets better. Oh, whoever won, essentially an ancient version of rock paper scissors. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's one way you count fingers and numbers. Yeah, but it's rock paper scissors essentially. The father and the son refuse to put, um, play, so they just go for. Yeah, it's from... oh. yeah. not being dark. Very nice. It's dark. It is. He, he's. This shows that he wasn't being vain. Nice I had a little
0: all. bit of respect for him.
1: Well, yeah, he's I'm not losing it now. Yeah, it's it's not all roses no. when you dive into it. So um, next battle, Actium. Actium, if you remember, is the battle when Octavian and Antony are fighting each other. Right. But who then
0: yes, takes charge. That
1: was so this is in thirty-two to thirty-one BCE. So this yeah. is in Greece. Antony okay. camps near a place called Actium. Yeah. First of all, Agrippa managed to take the town of Torn. Torn is was the ancient Greek for a ladle, like a soup ladle. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got one of them. Yeah. Um, so have I. It's yeah. a coincidence, isn't it? So when Antony and his generals hear about this. Apparently Cleopatra, no one wanted Cleopatra there. Again, the misogyny of the Romans. No one yeah. wanted her there. And you can just imagine them all sitting around hearing this bad news that Octavian's men have arrived. Yeah. And Cleopatra cracked a joke and said, what's so terrible about Octavian getting hold of a ladle? That is probably the reaction that you got in the tent at the time. Just a lot of awkward <laughs> silence. Lots of awkward silence, people grinding their teeth. they kind of a <coughs> in the background. But what it actually meant is Octavian's now able to get all his troops over. He's yeah, actually yeah. quite important. Then Agrippa, again Agrippa, yeah. manages to take the island of Lucis, um, giving him safe harbour right on Antony's doorstep. Supplies were running low, low for Antony's men. Yeah. Lots of client kings that Antony had come along and said, come and fight for me, we're bound to win, started to run away. Yeah. Some were caught and executed. Yeah. A Roman senator tried to escape, and Antony... Yeah. Had him tied to four horses, and pulled apart. Oh, yeah. See, ooh. see, none of them are nice. No, that that's a bit mean, isn't it? Just it'd be really awkward if the horse all ran together. in
0: the same direction.
1: <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> just dragging him for four miles. <laughs> if one horse goes and just an arm comes off. Oh, yeah. Because you wouldn't get all four limbs come off at the same time, would you? You just a different. Oh, no. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I mean. I get the feeling that they'd practised how to do it quite a lot. Yeah, so how knew do you how get to... horses
1: to run in different directions at the same point? What right?
0: I would do is I'd build four fences in a cross shape. Yeah. And facing outwards. Yeah. And they'd be the horse would be sort of tethered to each thing. Yeah. So they would have to go in that direction, guy in the middle, one yeah. person behind each horse, whack him on the arse. Put a carrot. Get ca- a carrot, carrot yeah, at the end. Carrot and and have one of those little rabbits that run up the side of the, the yes. fence so the horse can chase the because horses that do that. Is, yes, they, they
1: do. do. Ancient horses did anyway. Yes. They were a lot more vicious. Yes. Okay, right, so now Jeez. we've decided exactly how that could happen. Yeah. We can move on. Right. <laughs> right, one man did manage to defect and told Octavian a full account of Antony's secret plan. That's capitalised in my notes. The ACP. The ACP. No, the SP. <laughs> <laughs> a sea battle starts.
0: Right.
1: Now, the obs- two to one in Agrippa's favour. Sorry, Octavian's favour and I'm not going to describe the battle, Plutarch is going to describe it. Oh, Plutarch! Yeah, famous historian where we get a lot of this information. The fighting took on much of the character of a land battle, or, to be more exact, of an attack of a fortified town. Three or four of Octavian's ships clustered around each one of Antony's, and the fighting was carried on with wicker shields, spears, poles, and flaming missiles, while Antony's soldiers also fired catapults from the wooden towers. Ooh. So, Gon has the whole charging into each other with yeah. the pointy bits, <laughs> and Gon's your secret weapon of your big plank with a nail in the end. Big nail. Big nail. Um, now they are essentially fighting land battles where they're trying to get onto each other's ships. They're firing it's things together. So, this secret plan, yes. what do you think it is? Um, so, well, he, he could either
0: go around the outside and try and sort of flank them in a pincer motion. Nice. That's what I would consider doing i always consider just, you know, retreating, um, or using fiery things to shoot fire at them.
1: You actually got it. It was the second one. His secret plan was to run away. Uh, yeah, that's also <laughs> yes. what I would do. He basically used most of his fleet to distract, and as soon as the ah. wind changed, Cleopatra's yeah. ship legged it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Run away, run away. Um, and then Antony tried to run away, but his ship was too engaged in battle, so he jumped into a little rowboat... Got onto another <laughs> ship and then yeah. ran away in that ship. Aww. so some good, good work went into that Def- away. Oh yeah. So um, Octavian then spent a sleepless night on the ship because by that point it's dark. Eight He's probably seasick times. as well. There's no actually he was. There's a <laughs> <he> got seasick. <laughs> <laughs> so he was there, um, seasick. Agrippa doing all the work, probably slapping his legs in frustration.
0: Damn you, order hell!
1: So eventually light comes up. They take account of the ships and go. Yeah. Oh look, we won. Oh. Because that's how you'd have to do about them. You, you just wouldn't know until... Well, yeah. yeah. It's like, did we win? I don't know. Probably. There's a lot of screaming. Is that good? Yeah. There's like a puddle of blood over there. Yeah. So they realised it was a victory. Um, but Antony and Cleopatra had run off, which wasn't a huge problem. They knew that they'd won, basically. So it took them a year to get over there. Um, but Octavian and Agrippa go off to Egypt, yeah. set up their army... And Antony raised an army. One last big fight. Yes. And they go out onto the field. Right. This is the end of the film. The is this climax. A, is this in Egypt here? This is in Egypt. Like sandy desert area. Sandy desert. Lots of
0: bronze and... Pyramids in the background. Down, blazing sun. Yeah. Cameras. sweat.
1: Cameras panning across lots of feet, marching. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the...
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you got that right. Yeah. Armies line up. Yeah. Antony turns to his men. Yes and realise they've all run away. Oh. <laughs> or surrendered. His men basically go, nah, we, we don't want to do That's this. That's embarrassing. That's very embarrassing. Antony finally decides to go down fighting, and he yeah. can't because his army give up. Yeah. So but, he storms back to the palace yeah. and asks for Cleopatra. Cleopatra told a slave to say that she was dead. Didn't want to meet him. Either scared <gasps> of his reaction or or whatever. Embarrassed. Yeah. So Antony's... By this point, beside himself, his army's deserted, Cleopatra's deserted, so he stabs himself to death, uh, but he missed. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah he stabs himself in the stomach and didn't die, and he was screaming in agony, and then Cleopatra yeah. decides to go and see him then. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you, yeah. you've just stabbed yourself in the stomach because the woman you love's died. Yes. Oh, oh well. actually, oh, what, was any oh, joke. Yeah, I'm not dead. like you... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> so, complete... B- yeah, and then died um, for decency's sake. <laughs> yeah. Antony had a final glass of wine, which I like to think kind of poured out the holes, <laughs> <laughs> and then died. Yes. <laughs> uh. Octavian goes and meets Cleopatra, and then Cleopatra kills herself. The last battle I'm going to, to talk about, very briefly, um, is the Tutenberg in, in Germany. Germany. Um, this That's is right. This is right at the end of Augustus's reign. He's too old to go off and battle himself now like oh. he used to when he was young. <laughs> yeah. um, he, was, he was so old that yeah. when he realised there had to be a fight he slapped his legs in frustration. <laughs> oh, damn! <laughs> so, it, so he couldn't go. Um, he wanted to push the frontier to the Albe, the River Albe, um, which is beyond the Rhine. Yes. Um, That's which, quite north, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's quite far. Um, and they were doing quite well. Yeah. This was part of the expansion. And then... A general called Varus was sent in. Yeah. And he was doing all right. He was generally cleaning up the place. Nothing much was expected. Big it room. seemed like it was all okay. We'd got it up to the Alb. We're yep. all okay. Well, I've got a quote here to describe what he was like uh-huh. He thought the Germans were people with no qualities but speech and limbs. <laughs> They could talk and move. (laughs) They could talk and move. And that those that could not be conquered by the sword could be tamed by law. With this in mind he entered the heart of Germany as if among men who rejoiced in peace. And he spent the summer season in the pleasure of holding correct legal etiquette. He came to see himself as the city praetor, giving judgment in the forum, (laughs) not as a general commanding an army in the middle of Germany the fool. So they're basically criticising him for being a politician. Yes. All the blame goes to this Varus. You could argue it was his fault because he had some help from a local called Arminius, who was, and again I quote, very intelligent for a barbarian.
0: Yeah.
1: So he had more qualities than just speech and limbs. He oh. could actually think. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, Arminius was so intelligent for a barbarian um, that he convinced Varus that there were no host- hostile tribes in the area whatsoever for hundreds of miles. Definitely not. No one yeah. here at all. So basically, he says to Varus just, just go up that road up there, <laughs> uh, ignore the rustling in the leaves, <laughs> it's a bit windy, that's yeah. all. Um, there's there's no one around. Definitely not. And that metal shink shink you hear—that's just it's probably a bird. Yeah. Ignore, ignore that, that tittering noise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Birds what again. An idiot. <laughs> Three legions go down this path. Three whole legions, oh. not in battle formation. No. Just in their sandals, their sun hats, sunglasses, sunglasses. They, they're not prepared to fight, and suddenly oh. it's an ambush. And there were people. And oh they my goodness. the they're wiped out, all three legions completely wiped wow. out, Augustus, apparently from then on until he died, would occasionally, without any warning, shout out, "Varus, give me back my legions! I can't, yeah, just just out of the blue. It says without warning, I don't know how much without warning, whether it was literally mm. in the middle of a conversation or when he was on the toilet or Various give me back my legions and I said to him pass, <laughs> pass the mint sauce yeah so who knows um, yeah. but he wasn't very happy about it so that that's an overview of his um, fighty I think Us that's Maximus so we are now going to score yeah. out of 10 we're going to give out of 10 each and combine those two scores yeah I think so um, to, to be honest, I, he he made a lot of
0: expansion mm-hmm. definitely I think he couldn't have done that with people like Agrippa a gripper is the it's, key. It's Without the leader, gripper, yeah. none of this would have happened. It's so. the generals, it's... Although you could argue he led it, Yeah. I think he did very little. I'm going to give him very I'm going to give him a three. A
1: three? That is very light. I'm being brutal. Considering he, I'm being brutal. Here. He... <laughs> He expanded the Empire more than any other, but he's still going below
0: five. Because I think it was more of his generals. I don't think he... He probably said, you know, no. I want that. They had to do Could you that.
1: give him points for acknowledging the fact that he had better generals than him? Okay, I'll give him a four. Can we give him a four? Right, I, I agree. He clearly wasn't good at fighting himself. No. But you've got to give him credit for expanding the Empire. Yes. And you've got to give That's him credit for using those generals... And he expanded more than any other. You gained a lot of ground. I'm guessing the ground he gained was
0: from, you know, it was pretty empty. Like the Alps. Not <laughs> there anywhere.
1: Yeah. You, go to, you know, you can't take down a few mountain goats and say, yes. Okay. Well, well you see, the other thing is we need to bear in mind. We're going to go through a couple of hundred years. Yeah. hundred years of expansion. And then the Roman Empire is starting to decrease. So right. if we go too low here, those emperors that are actually losing land... Mm-hmm. Where do we go with that? That's tr- okay.
0: Now you've put that more into context. Yeah. I will go then to a six. I'm um, going to so put six. up to a six. See, I
1: was thinking six all along. All along. Um, so should we both go for a six?
0: Yeah, and that's not just because it made the, the next episode easier.
1: <laughs> um, like, well, he obviously can't yeah. get high marks, because so he, he, he didn't
0: lose much, he gained a lot,
1: but yeah, he just he won lost lots, battles. He won lots, but he was also quite clearly not involved in a lot of battles. Yeah, because that damn leg. So that's six each, so that is a total of 12 out of 20 for Phytius Maximus. caprovium crazy. Okay, so in this round, this is how notorious they were. So it might be small personal things, are they literally insane? It might be some harsh laws they've put in. Mm. I've got some things that will get in points. Now I've put it it under good as in it will get in points but obviously it's a list of things that aren't good. Yeah. Prescriptions. Like for medication? No, the bad ones.
0: Oh.
1: That's the list up in the form of people to die. Yeah, that's the one. That was not good, is it? No, that's Um, not nice. Also, Cicero was killed in those. Yeah. Cicero, one of the greatest orators known to man, killed because of Augustus. He could could turn a phrase, couldn't he? He could turn a phrase. Um, So that was not a good thing. No, that's not very nice. Um, He apparently once saw someone transcribing his speech that he didn't like. So stabbed him to death. I, I can only help but think this is the ancient version of when, like, a really famous <laughs> pop star hits a member of the press for taking too many photos. Yeah.
0: Or a band on stage, they see someone filming it on their phone. Yeah, and they walk off.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, but in this case, he just stabbed him to death. <laughs> so, that, that's a wow. bit. Yeah. Um, there was more in this than I thought, because it gets better. Right, Gallus, <laughs> who was a senator apparently had some writing tablets under his robes right. now augustus thought that it might have been a sword but didn't want to lose face by having him searched so instead had the man arrested and tortured and then oh. personally tore the man's eyes out oh. oh personally personally tore his eyes out tore his eyes out that's, that's- it's not the image of Augustus that I've ever had. No, that's vicious. That's now, brutal. in Augustus's defence, he defence he claims, he claims <gasps> that the man was guilty and it was a sword, and he was just exiled, but unfortunately disappeared. Oh yes, yeah. The problem dis yeah vanished. Yeah. Oh dear, we we sent we sent him just down the road to that nice villa, but he's gone now. Yes. He's never coming back. Ever. Yeah, so... What are these two things on the floor? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) They're squidgy. (laughs) They're looking at me. (laughs) Stop staring. Right, okay, so... Wow. There's some quite personal, crazy things. Um, Right, and then another thing shows that he was a bit of a mean guy. Do you remember um, Baby Agrippa? Yes, little baby one. Exiled because he was a bit horrible? Yes, on the little Uh, rock. According to some sources... Augustus to make sure Tiberius would be able to take over smoothly on Augustus's deathbed he ordered his grandson to be killed baby Agrippa to be killed yeah but why because um, he might come back and claim the throne and Augustus realized that baby Agrippa was an awful human being <laughs> right so that's reasons why he should maybe get some high points in this on the other hand, I couldn't actually bizarrely. I thought I'd be able to find loads why we shouldn't give them high points. But, the, but these are only like, okay,
0: I, I know, I know there really some really really bad things like the whole RE thing. Yeah. But it wasn't large scale. There were no like, no, it's not large wasting scale. of cities. Yeah, there that's probably true. Was, well, battles, but yeah, it doesn't. They don't. It's nothing. No one else would have done at the time in, in
1: battle. Hmm. I, I think he should score relatively low on that. Well, still, I think it's pretty. Let's, also say, why shouldn't, he was very stable, yeah and he was obviously not insane yeah, well, no more than anyone else not being insane actually counts a lot for Roman emperors in these early days, (laughs) as we will see in future episodes, so I don't know, I think he's he's clearly done some bad stuff, I think he's going to score higher than I thought he would, I thought this was not going to be his round but then he tore someone's eyes out (laughs) with his bare hands,
0: (laughs) or a big ladle Yes, maybe that he got in Greece. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to score a two.
1: I'm going to go. Uh, I've got to give him a couple more points for the eyes. I'm going to give him a point each for the eyes. <laughs> so you're going to go four. And I'm going to give him. Oh, don't forget the rock, paper, scissors. Oh, was it him that decided it didn't do Yeah, it? that was him. Oh, okay. So I'm
0: going to give him a point for that. Okay, three. I'll give him three. Yeah, that, I, that I'm going to go for four. four. So okay. that is a seven.
1: Seven. For a probium Prasium. Successes, Success. Ultimus. Okay, in this round, generally, how good were they? If you remember, I talked about the Res Geste, the, uh, the what I did, what was good, Yeah, he produced his, his death. Biography. So he described what he did as I liberated the state oppressed by the power of a faction.
0: Oh, that's ten points there. There you go.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> basically is you know, all that stuff with Antony and Brutus and yeah, Cassius, yeah. I sorted that out.
0: Yeah, I killed
1: them. There's a lot to be said for that. This is a long time of civil unrest. He put an end to. He stabilised the government. There was a lot to be said for that. Also, because I like maps, I liked this one. You do like maps. He commissioned a map. Um, Agrippa helped a lot, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Um, just imagine me in the morning. What, what should we do today, Agrippa? Well, I've been thinking a map, sire. Brilliant! Yes, a map! Let's do a map! Right, um, <laughs> they decided to put a map up in the forum so people could see the Empire, and people come along and copy it down. And that's glorious, as not Look how much we have! Yes, exactly. We do not have this map, but based on no. some descriptions, um, people have tried to recreate it. Now, I've right. got a picture of it here. Wow. And again, we put it up in the um, on the website. So, for the listeners, describe that map. Incredibly inaccurate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's first of all, it's round. So like the, it, it looks almost like a big round island with a bit of sea in the middle. Yeah, that being the Mediterranean. As oh, Britannia. Oh, no, I can see it.
1: Yeah, you're getting it now. Okay, yes.
0: It's from a different perspective. Yeah, That's what I find
1: interesting, what is up is what we would consider West. Yes, oh that's very interesting. So if I turn the page this way does that now start looking a bit more familiar? That does. I mean it's still
0: not accurate but that's... because Africa's way bigger than that. Yes, well... And it doesn't have
1: that, that all that writing on as well. And if you overlay in your mind what you know about how much territory they yeah. hold, the Romans at the time thought they controlled most of the world.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. See, we're, yeah. We'll put it up on the website. it has got
1: the nice colours on it as well. Yeah. yeah he's has. blue for the sea and everything. Other good things, what he did. Um, one governor of Syria convinced the locals to align their calendar with Rome to begin mm. the year with Augustus' birthday. Oh, because, yeah. and I quote, Augustus might justly be considered equal to the beginning of all things, for he has given a different appearance to the world, a world that would have met with ruin had he not been born. That was very dramatic. It's a bit over the top, isn't it? That was most Charlton Heston. Yeah, it's... Well, I'm guessing that's how he said it at the time, because he's so over over the top. He essentially is saying August. A lot of hand gestures as well. Yeah, probably. uh, He he loved him, clearly. Or he was angling for a better job than the governor of Syria. Okay, my next point. He started the empire. You've got to give him a big tick for that. I guess so, yeah. We wouldn't be doing this without him, so you've got to do that. That's (laughs) true. Right? Next, um, I've not talked really much about this. There's a famous quote um, given to Augustus, which is, He found a city of brick but left a city of marble. In fact, he was rather proud of himself because he was listed he? in the what I did, what was yeah. good list, what he did, what was good. It's a bit of a lengthy one. Are you ready? I think so. I built the Senate House, the Chalcedium adjacent to it, the Temple of Apollo on the Palatine with its porticoes, and the Temple of the Divine Julius. I restored the Capitol and the Theatre of Pompey, both for great expense, without having my name inscribed on either. I restored the channels of the aqueducts which were falling into disrepair through age, and I brought water from a new spring to the aqueduct called Marcia, doubling the supply. I completed the Forum Julium and the Basilica between the Temple of Castor and Temple of of Saturn. Work's begun almost finished by my father, and when that same bellisca was destroyed by fire, I began to rebuild it on enlarged sites, to be dedicated in the name of my sons, and in case I don't complete it in my lifetime, I have given orders that it should be completed by my heirs. In my sixth consulship, I restored 82 temples of the gods on the authority of the senate, neglecting none that required restoration at the time. I built the Temple of Mars and the Forum of Augustum on prior ground from the proceeds of Booty. Booty. He he, he did a lot. He he did, yeah. And he was proud of it. I particularly (laughs) like the, um, without having my name inscribed on either. I thought it was very funny. I I did that, right? I don't want anyone to know. I didn't put my name on it, but I'm just going to write that I did that, put it on bronze tablets, and have them nailed up all around Rome. But I don't want the credit. Yeah, we'll keep it subtle. Yeah, we'll keep it subtle. No one needs to know. So. So that was good. And also you'll like this. He built a massive artificial lake yeah. and held a mock sea battle for the people to watch. That's quite nice. That is quite nice. There's some suggestion that um Agrippa organised yeah. that. Well, of course he did. He probably probably built the aqueducts and built the temples as well. Um, No, he did. (laughs) Single-handedly. He was in charge. In fact, he took a step down to just be in charge of the building of the city for a while so he could design the aqueducts and the temples. Augustus finally said, according to Suetonius... May it be my privilege to establish the state in a firm and secure position and reap from that act the fruit that I desire, but only if I may be called the author of the best possible government (laughs) and bear with me the hope that when I die, the foundations which I have laid for the state will remain unbroken. Ah, so he's he's building legacy there, isn't he? Exactly. He wants... What he's built to last. And to be fair to him, it does for a long time. Okay, so I mean, that's a lot in the plus points there, isn't there? Yeah. So let's try and find some bad. There really wasn't much. Um, Civil War. He was part of the Civil War at the start. Uh, and you can give him credit for ending the Civil War. Mm-hmm. But the Civil War wasn't good. Uh, so I would argue, though, he
0: because he didn't cause it, he became a part of it. But he ended it. Yeah, so he, okay,
1: okay. I would say that's not a bad point at all. So the only other thing I could come up with, he was a liar. Because he said he restored the Republic.
0: But he didn't... He, well, he
1: didn't. He The way he became the emperor yeah. was to tell everyone he was just giving all the power back to the republic. But actually he was consolidating power. He's himself. manipulating, he he? He's was twisting it. He like. was twisting, he was manipulating. So, yeah. And there's just one more thing, which I'm not really sure is good or bad, but I need to mention them now because they're going to be very important. Right. The Praetorian yeah. Guard. Um, right. Which were around, yeah. Make a note of that name. They were around before, but they really come into their element with, under Augustus. They become the the guards inside Rome, so you've actually got a military presence in Rome now. Oh, you didn't okay. before. You don't have the legions, but you do have the Praetorian Guards, So and their job is to protect the emperor. So a bit like the um, the in London. Yeah, like Queen but protection. They probably didn't look so stupid. No. No, be wins, so That's their faces. Oh no, they've got guns. Yeah, yeah. And they march really heavily. Yeah. So we'll we'll just see how this goes with the Praetorian Guard. Just keep them <laughs> in the back of your mind. Right. I'll so I it all goes well. Scoring, I I can't see how I can't give him a full ten.
0: I would struggle. Um, there are almost no no negatives in lots of ways. Uh, I'll go for ten as well.
1: Yeah, I mean it's this is why he's considered the best emperor. It's all this stuff that he did. So I think. I'm going to have to say 10, you're saying 10, so that I is... I think, yeah, so the success is Ultimus. That is 20. Imago Okay, we've now got two small rounds. These ones are only out of five. Imago Facio is the first one, mm-hmm. and this is where, after I've been talking about this person for a while, I'm going to show an image of the Emperor to Jamie for the first time and see if it matches so you get to see it. In fact, I've chosen oh, like, two, and again, we'll put these on the website. So, explain what you can see. Right, there are two images I can see um,
0: glinting in the sunlight. Um, the first one is um, he looks very regal. He's got quite a short haircut, like a, almost like a bowl cut, and wearing full armour, which is weird because he really never fought. Um, <laughs> he's got an arm sort of raised as, in, as if in speech. And it's quite a, he's quite stern looking, but quite a soft features, quite slim.
1: Yeah, he's, he's young, isn't he? Yes,
0: he looks quite almost effeminate.
1: Yeah, slightly. Now, it's interesting that he's young. Apparently, his statues never aged. What so statues put... don't. <laughs> Maybe I should clarify. <laughs> it's remarkable. I... You, you wouldn't expect the statues to age with the person, but you yeah, would yeah. expect the statues of him made in later life yeah. would reflect what he looked like. Like in our coins, we get the queen from yes. '97, which and is you... quite a young image, but yeah. now it's sort of like. When a new coin looks out and you look at it and go, oh dear. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> won't get many more of these, will we? No. Um... Um, but yeah, is he... I mean, his, his features are quite
0: soft actually. This. Yeah. I mean, he's got quite, I mean the second image is is, is a kind of close-up of a face, he's wearing sort of a
1: cowl. This was more of him in his priestly pontifex Maximus role. Ah, which is, he's
0: trying to obviously emphasise that quite strongly.
1: Yeah, so quite soft features, mm. not someone you can imagine gouging someone's eyes out. Okay, well I've also got Suetonius' quote of what he looked like. Yeah. Apparently, with body and limbs so beautifully proportioned, <laughs> One did not realise how small the man was until someone tall stood close to him. I'm guessing that tall person was a gripper.
0: <laughs> but the thing is, you never know how big anything is until you compare it to something else. And the other thing... Well, that's a very good point. <laughs> you know, so like, oh my god, that ant is
1: massive. Oh wait, no, it's not. No, that's, <laughs> now he's next to that elephant. <laughs> it's rather small. Yeah. Uh, okay, so how we score this. We both score out of ten. Based on, do they look like we think they should look? Uh, that is very subjective. And then, yeah. to reduce that score down to five, because we don't want to give too much weight to this, we just divide the total score by four.
0: Easy
1: peasy. Easy peasy. So... I, I think it does look exactly how sort of imagine, really. See, I'm very biased here, because I already knew... I've got a strong image of him in my head. Mm. And also, again, HBO's Rome, I think the second actor <laughs> they got to play him actually looks quite like... Oh. So, um, So I'm trying not to be biased... But he's—he looks like someone who could just take charge. And... I think so. Yeah, he looks quite softly, He he's not. Someone he looks like he would shout. Would you follow this man into battle? Well, he didn't have one into battle. That's so a good no. point. Would you follow him up to the point where he said, "Off you go, guys. I'm just going to go into my tent." Possibly. He seems Possibly. like he, he seems quite trustworthy. He does.
0: Obviously, he wouldn't you know want to annoy him? So I'm going to give him
1: eight out of ten. I
0: think. Yeah, I think I'd, I'm. I'm going to go to nine. Nine out of ten. I think. Okay.
1: So that is a total... score of
0: 17.
1: Divided by (gasps) 4. So that is a score of 4.25 for Imago Facio. Tempo Tempo Completo. completo. Okay, final round. Tempo Completo. How long did he last? Now again, this is only going to be out of 5. We'll do the scores in the same way. So... He reigned for 40 years, 7 months and 3 days. That's we're just going to say 40 years because it's the longest rain and that will make everything else a lot easier. Yes. So what we're going to do is that 40 years now becomes the 100% mark. Ooh, yes I like that. So that 40 years straight away gets translated to a score of 5. Yeah. He scored 4 marks. Yes. Now from next week onwards we will find the percentage of that based on Augustus' reign, because his reign was the longest. Yeah. So, so now we are just left with the all-important question, does he have that certain genius <laughs> Caesar? Do, Do
0: they have a certain
1: Caesar? Initially, I'm going to say yes. I think he definitely does. It, it's impossible not to give yeah. it to him. He's the most well-known. Oh. I think if we didn't give it to him, all the listeners would just say, what, these guys don't yeah. know what they're talking about. And to be fair, we don't, but it's don't, obvious but.
0: that he didn't use it because he invented Rome. He invented the empire. He's the first
1: emperor. That's yeah. where it all begins. And scored 10 for his success as Ultimus. Yeah, and he's That's the, the longest lasting one. 100%. He was the longest lasting. He had the best friend ever.
0: And he's, he's, his bust is spectacular. Yeah,
1: so that is a yes he goes into the Colosseum, yeah. oh, which yeah. is where we will get all of the emperors that have a certain Caesar at the end to fight each other. So our first yes. entry into the Colosseum. Well, we'll lock him away. Okay, right, that was probably a long episode. It probably was. The episode won't stay this long, I don't think. It's just no. Augustus had such a long reign and we had so much to talk about. That's very interesting they as will well. will probably start getting a bit shorter. Okay, to finish off, if you want to contact
0: us please visit our uh, WordPress website. Um, We've also got a Facebook and a Twitter. Um, And please also, if you've obviously found us on uh, Podbean to download or listen to and on iTunes as well. Yes, we're not
1: actually up and running on iTunes yet, but as soon as we are, which hopefully will be by the time you hear this, leave a review with five stars on it yeah, and good things will happen to you. That's yeah. a fact. Yes, yeah, lots of good things. So, for example, you might have a really nice day. Yeah, it's a scientific fact. Yes, it's true. With no evidence. Okay, and so finally, we need to do our weekly thank you to the Rex Factor for allowing us yes. to steal their format. Yeah, go uh, and listen to their show. It's it's genuinely really good. I'm, I've I've just started listening to um, uh, George the Second. It's like this, only more well-practiced and much better a better researched and original and original, <laughs> and original <laughs> which is always good you get that whiff of originality that yes. you don't get on this show okay i think maybe leave it there I've next, next week do you know who it is uh, oh tiberius tiberius don't forget jamie will put all his notes up on the website you'll get to see all his doodles okay we're bye next week goodbye succeed in life. Are you scared that they'll amount to nothing just like you? By the new Harris Ignitus. Wait till the king and queen are passing. Pour on the Harris Ignitus onto your baby's He's head in. and set the head aflame. The queen will be so impressed she will ask the king to adopt your child and you'll never see them again. Warning. May cause despigma. shopping before and agnosing death.